Welcome to our podcast. Where me and my best friend are having a conversation and y'all happen to be in our business. <laughs> but we're glad you're here. We're putting it all on the table from everything pop culture, wellness, and everyday life. And we're even spilling a little tea. So stick around because... Ciao. All right. As I roll over to you. <laughs> rolls. All right. Uh, we back. We back. <laughs> How y'all doing? This is Musa. And this is Josh. And welcome to our, our, our humble podcast. Okay. Yeah. Where we talk about all things... Um. Uh, <laughs> yes, all things, all things. All things. <laughs> yes. So we're glad to be back with y'all for another episode. You know yes. what I'm saying? We back. The sound is better. It's better. It's gonna get even better. It's gonna get even better. You know because if if Josh don't bring his mic, we're going back to <laughs> we're going back to the whole my mule mic because that is what we have to do. Child, no, I won't be so, here. So anyway, you know, how is life for you, Josh? Um, life is great. Life has been chill. I ain't cussing nobody out. You know, That's good. God is great. That's good. And stuff, you know. That's good. How about you? You all right? You know, I'm just <laughs> taking it, taking it one step at a time. There's a um. I was gonna say that. I was gonna, see. See, you stole my fire. I was gonna say there's an old hymn <laughs> that says step by step. Yeah. Day by day. Who is that lady? No, I was singing Whitney Houston. Oh, I was singing still by <laughs> day by day. No. Finish people I was trying to do a harmony no, moment with no, you. I, I don't know the words to harmonize, so I'm so um, sorry. Yeah, anyway. Well, yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, thank you for allowing us to have that musical number with you all. Yes. So what are we what are we going to talk about on today? On today. Well, first of all, I would like to thank y'all for listening to our last episode. Because um, I'm pretty sure y'all learned some things about us that y'all probably didn't know. Some Maybe you did know because you just knows it. Yes. Mind your business. Um, but today, we're going to talk about Gerard's endeavors. Moose's endeavor. I'm so sorry. That's that's what I call him. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting my, my business out there. <laughs> You'll be all right. It's fine. Everyone knows. Uh, his his musical endeavors and, you know, it's and, and what happened to Sweet Sweet. Sweet Seven Hundred Nine and Jay Green and the Stevie, and if you don't, <laughs> if you don't know who that is, those are two groups that he was a part of. He was actually the lead singer of these groups. I mean, the other people in the band maybe they wouldn't say the same thing. <laughs> Hat flip. Anyway. <laughs> all right, all right, everybody, everybody. So, I am hijacking our podcast and Josh doesn't know that I'm doing this and he will probably be upset and call and cuss me out but I'm doing it for good reason we recorded an episode last week where I explored the depths (laughs) of my experience in a band And we talked a lot about some of the things that went on in the band and um, some of the abuse that I suffered. And, you know, the past weekend, I thought about that episode. And I thought about my life. And I thought about, damn, I'm about to be 37 years old. That means... That all of that stuff, all of that shit that I went through, 
happened over almost 10 years ago. And I thought about where I am now and what I want to be, who I want to be, where I want to be, and where I should be at my big age. And I may dive a bit into some of the things that I experienced in the band, but I want to spend majority of the time celebrating my friend Josh. And I couldn't talk about these things while he was directly across from me because I didn't want to cry. Um, but every year I do a countdown to my birthday. And today marks 37 days until I turn 37. That's right, I'm turning 37, y'all. And so my countdown this year is 37 days to get it. Positive affirmations and love for the people who raised me. Now, when I say people who raised me, I don't necessarily mean people who raised me from birth or childhood. I mean people who raised me as in lift, lifted me up, people who have carried me at times, people who have encouraged me. And it just so happens that Josh is one of those people. So <laughs> on day one of 37 days to get it, I am acknowledging Joshua. And the affirmation today is, Bitch, you Beyonce. <laughs> and I'm going to explain that, too. So if you hear background noise, because I, I live in a very busy area, a lot of trucks come through. So please excuse the background. But today is I, I honor Joshua and the affirmation is, bitch, you Beyonce. So Josh and I have told our story um, of how we met. And I'll be honest, my relationship with Josh, you know, we've had more, we've had way more positives than negatives, but it hasn't always been, um, you know, the best. But we both, we both fought for our friendship and we didn't have to fight too hard because we both genuinely love each other. So I want to spend most of this time um, expressing to Joshua how much um, he has impacted my life and how much um, love and admiration I have for him. And I'm trying to do this without crying, but I already it's already happening. But um, Josh has been there for me when I was honestly at my lowest living in Austin. And I don't know what I would have done without his friendship, without his love, without his humor. He is a funny person. And Josh has made me a better person, a, a better artist in so many ways. And he doesn't always get credit for the ways that he loves his friends. So I can remember... Uh, a time when uh, things got really hard for me in the band. And so I'm going to tell some of these stories, but at the tail end of this episode, I want to talk about um, my healing and 
you know, sprinkled throughout all of this is is Josh. But I might have told this story of how there were days when I would be hungry and for whatever reason, my bandmates, you know, they didn't necessarily um, check in with me. And like clockwork, Josh always came through. Bitch, you hungry? <laughs> I would say yes. Yes, I'm hungry, Josh. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really hungry. And so he would come. He would he would drive up now. You know, he going to be mad at me for talking about these cars. But first car was this maroon, like, Grand Am. Josh, now you know good and well. I think that car might have had a few hubcaps I'm missing. <laughs> but we would ride, bitch. We would ride out. And he would take me to McDonald's and he would get me two of whatever I wanted. And I couldn't pay Josh back. I didn't have money to pay Josh back. But we would ride and we would laugh. And for about a, about two or three hours, we just ride around. We would sing. And for, for a little, for that little bit of time, I could escape the things that I was going through, I could escape my issues. I could escape my worries. And I wasn't necessarily worried about the day ahead. It wasn't until we turned down Starbright that reality sank back in that I was going to have to get out of the car and it was back to my life. One weekend, we had, my band had a wedding to perform at a wedding reception in Fort Worth. I had just broken up with my boyfriend for the, the second time, <laughs> and I was not looking forward to be, being anywhere near the D, the you know Dallas Fort Worth area. But um, the plan was to drive to Fort Worth and come back that night. So I asked my bandmates if we needed to take an overnight bag. And they assured me that we didn't need to take an overnight bag, so I didn't. So at this point, I was not living in the house anymore. And so um, I pulled up on Saturday morning. I pulled up dressed. Well, no, I had a, a, a change of clothes. You know, I never showed up. I, was, I never showed up in, my, in my, my show attire. But I had my second change of clothes my change of clothes, rather, in my hand, in my bag, actually. And I saw my bandmates with um, rolling suitcases. And so that signaled to me that we were probably going to be staying the night. And so I was surprised. And so I mentioned to one of the band members that um, the email said that we weren't going to be staying the night. And so they said, well, did you check the emails again? Because we, we updated everybody. And so I said, okay, well then let me <laughs> let me go back and get my, you know, some toiletries and some drawers, some clean underwear, you know. Um, and one of them stopped me and said, you know, we don't have time. We don't have time to do all that. We have to go right now. So I lived um, when I moved out of the band house. I lived uh, two exits down. Um, so I lived off of a street called William Cannon. Please excuse the noise in the background, y'all. <laughs> I lived off of a street called William Cannon, and um, I moved to uh, Old Torf, which is two exits down. It takes it takes seven minutes 
to get from my new my new apartment to the band house. So it was only going to take me about 14 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, actually, because I had to get my stuff to get, you know, down and back. And so they said, um, well, we don't have time for that. So we, we just have to, just have to go. So think about it. All of your bandmates have um, extra, an extra set of clothes, toiletries, you know, a toothbrush, toothpaste, face wash, things like that, deodorant. Um, and you don't. And when we perform, we perform, we perform very high energy. Um, it's, <laughs> it's very, you know, we get very sweaty. So if you can imagine having to sleep in a hotel bed in the clothes that you, you performed in, not even that, but just sweat on your body, whether it's dried or not, it's, you're still dirty. Um, I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't going to do that. I didn't want to do that. So I said again, I was, I was already irritated because um, at this point um, the band was, you know, we were doing well in shows and things like that, but personally we weren't on um, good terms. Uh, well, I wasn't on good terms with them and they honestly probably didn't even know. And so I said, now I'm gonna go back and get my stuff. And they kept insisting and they were very firm we don't have time. We have to get in the van. We have to beat traffic. And so I never put my foot down. I never, ever put my foot down when, when things um, would happen or when, when people teamed up against me. Um, but this time I said, I am going to get my things. Either I'm going in my car or we're going to stop. We had to, we had to y'all, we had to pass by my exit to get to Fort Worth. So it, it didn't make any sense why we wouldn't stop and get my things. These guys were essentially telling me that I would have to sleep in my sweaty clothes and, and, and wake up the next morning and drive, you know, from Fort Worth to Austin, which is like a three hour drive, I think, not having brushed my teeth. And uh, I said, no, we are going to, we're going to go. We go, we going to go by my apartment and get my things. And what did we do? We stopped by my apartment. I got in the van. We stopped by my apartment. I, got, I grabbed my things. Um, and I was pissed off the whole time. I was mad the whole time. I'll spare you the details about what happened at the wedding. We performed, did the damn thing. But I was, I was standoffish. I was to myself. I did not want to interact with anyone else. They were trying to be friendly and chummy. But that's not how I roll. If you, if you treat me a, a certain type of way... I'm not just going to roll with the punches and be friendly. That's just not who I was then. Um, and so I was quiet. Um, we performed. Um, you know, the um, the funny thing was that the wedding was um, the, the bride and the groom were uh, former students from the university that I attended. And so it was it was cool to see some of the traditions and things like that. And I had a good time with them. You know, I'm a perform I was an entertainer, so I, I knew how to, you know, turn it on and turn it right back off. So. Um, after the wedding, I turned it right back the fuck off and I, um, we went to sleep, woke up that next morning and, and packed up our van and headed back to Austin. I didn't say anything to anyone the entire time, even the band members that weren't, in, that weren't involved in the, the little skirmish <laughs> between me and two of the men in the band. I didn't say anything to anyone, which might not have been fair, but I just, I didn't have it in me to be, um, to be fake. And I didn't have it in me to to laugh and talk about things. So 
when we got to the band house, um, which was no longer the band house because everybody moved out. Um, when we got to the band house, I grabbed my bag. I had this mug on my face. And if you know me, it's the same face my mama makes when she's mad. I had this mug on my face like, don't say shit to me. And I started to walk to my car and they stopped me. They stopped me and they walked over to me and they told me basically that they saw darkness in me. They saw evil in me. They, they, they were saying it right there to my face that they saw evil in me. They saw, you know, the anger and rage in me because I wouldn't talk to them. And you might say, well, what was the big deal? But the big deal was as the front man of the band, I was always the one that had to sacrifice and whether it was sacrifice my happiness, um, you know, catching the bus to a show when when they didn't want to wait for me. There were a, there was a lot of things that happened. And I'm not going to really go into detail about that, because what I really want to get to um, is the point after I tell this story. Um, but they told me that they saw darkness in me, that they saw evil in me and that they were mad. They were upset because I wasn't engaging them. But I couldn't see how I was supposed to engage two men as brothers who were telling me that basically I need to get on the on the van in the van, shut the fuck up and not worry about my change of clothes. Um, so I had a problem with that. And um, I disagreed. <laughs> I got in my car. And I headed headed to my, my the apartment that I was I was staying at. There were plenty of times where I, I drove away from that house in tears. When I wanted to go places, um, when I wanted to go places without asking their permission, as a grown man, I had to ask their permission. Um, one of them said to me, um, the Bible says slaves obey your masters. Now, this is this is out of context because I'm, I'm not really going into depth because um, I really want to talk about Josh. Um, but I remember driving down Highway 35 in tears because two men who claimed to love me and claimed to be my brother were telling a black man that the Bible says slaves obey your masters. So I was telling the, the last story I was telling, I was saying it, I was telling Josh <laughs> and Josh said, bitch, you a Beyonce, you the Beyonce of the band. They need to be catering to you. Now, now, I'm not saying they need to cater to me. What Josh was saying was that without you as the lead singer, there is no band. And Josh always, he always, you know, tried his hardest to instill that, that courage in me. But if I didn't see it for myself, then it didn't make it, it didn't matter. But he always, always, always tried to remind me. He did not try. He reminded me that I was Beyonce. Now, I didn't figure it out until the band was almost done. But Josh, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you so much for being more than a friend, for being someone who has always affirmed me and has always um, stuck beside me. You know, even when we weren't always on on the best of terms and we, we, we would have a little we would have the dumbest fights, you know, and then we wouldn't talk for about a week. <laughs> but we always we always picked right back up. 
you know, this is to my, my, my Kirby Lane buddy. We would go to restaurants late at night and just laugh about stuff that y'all couldn't even imagine would be funny. We have been in some of the strangest situations um, with, with people, you know, living in Austin. But I've never, ever had to worry about whether I was going to eat or not if I was with Josh. Um, Josh made me a better singer. We would ride around and we would harmonize to mostly Beyonce and Destiny's Child and Brandy songs, our Clark sister songs. And I honestly believe that I became a better singer because I learned how to harmonize at the drop of a hat. And the thing about it is, Josh, you know, I don't mean to tell you business, but Josh ain't rich, you know. But Josh has always been selfless and he's always given um, of his time, you know, his talent. And Josh, now Josh ain't going to sing for you. Now he will not sing for you <laughs> if you ask him to. Um, and, you know, he's always been comfortable being the background singer, but really um, in so many ways, you know, Josh is the main attraction. And I, I wouldn't have survived without him. I would not have survived without my friend. I, I don't know how, you know, he would listen to stories and he wouldn't, he couldn't understand for the life of him how I could have endured the things that I endured. And I would just simply say it's because of you, friend. Um, even though I didn't always realize that I was Beyonce, <laughs> um, I, I, I would remember him saying those things to me. I would remember him saying, you know, bitch, you Beyonce, you know, remember that. There have been plenty of times where Josh has wanted to drive up, you know, and do, and do all kinds of things because he didn't like how they treated me and, as his best friend. So I don't want to make this episode about my, my hatred or anger towards those men because I'm looking at 37, closer to 40 than anything. And although I'm not in a band anymore, man, I thank God for my life. Alhamdulillah, I thank God for my life. Like I, I am in a better place than I have ever been. Now, there's plenty of things that I would change. <laughs> plenty of things that I would do differently. Plenty of things that I aspire to plenty of things that I want to accomplish before I, you know, I can't anymore. But I can say that in the midst of that crazy situation where I was counted out or where I was looked at as less than or where I was, you know, seen as, as someone who, you know, should be, should be thankful for just the crumbs. Josh reminded me that, you know, uh, you're worthy of a feast. You know, you're worthy of so much more than just the crumbs. Bitch, you Beyonce. <laughs> and, and I thank you for that, Josh. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. There is so much that I want to accomplish with this podcast, but mainly just making people feel good. And, you know, I know I, I, I did hijack this, this episode, but I wanted to tell stories of good times you know, riding around Austin, Texas and Austin, Texas streets, eating unhealthy food. <laughs> but but the laughter 
is what healed me. That laughter was, you know, it was, as <laughs> corny as it sounds, it was chicken soup for the soul, bitch. Like, <laughs> it was something that I'll never forget. And I will always, always, always honor you for what you've done for me and what you did for me when I lived in Austin and what you still do for me now, you know. Um, my ride or die, and I really mean that, like we would ride out, okay? We would just, <laughs> we would just ride around town and just, you know, for, for a few hours, things wouldn't hurt so bad. And so, as I'm kicking off this 37 days to get it, um, again, I'm just honoring my boy Josh. And to those of you out there who are stuck in a, in a sticky situation or you feel like you're not respected or you feel like you deserve more respect, um, this is no shade to the other members of Destiny's Child, but bitch, you Beyonce, all right? You shine. You are important. <laughs> you are all the things. So um, uh, follow us on our, our personal social media uh, accounts too. Um, he probably be mad at me for saying this, but I believe is at underscore underscore Joshism. You just type in Joshism, you'll find him. And um, I'm um, Yogi Musa. I almost forgot my um, my my at on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to follow. Uh, our podcast, Child Podcast, that's Child with Four Eyes. Um, don't forget to send your questions. Um, I did get some questions, some comments from people um, that we're going to use on our next episode. Um, where hopefully we'll have a special guest um, coming to talk. Um, and that episode is called Mind Your Business. <laughs> um, but before I go, I want to say this to... Um, my trans brothers and sisters, but to, to my trans sisters specifically, you are loved and I will work daily to, to, to speak up for you, to stand with you, to stand beside you, um, to make sure that you don't feel by yourself. Um, this world is full of people who have opinions that don't mean shit. And this world is full of people who have so much hatred in their hearts. This world is full of people who think that a joke um, doesn't endanger the lives of people, of other people, you know, that this world is full of people who feel like marginalized communities are, are expendable. And this world is full of people who think that comedians don't have a social responsibility. Now, you can tell a joke, but you have to remember that, that joke, with that joke comes, comes responsibility. And this world is full of people who think that responding to ignorance is sensitivity. But there's nothing wrong with being sensitive. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging that. And that shit wasn't funny. And also, while I'm on that topic, just because someone doesn't find something funny don't, doesn't mean that they don't have a sense of humor. Some jokes are just lame. You don't get a pass because you're a legend or you're an icon. 
You can be a legend or an icon in sports, in music. It doesn't mean you can still sing. It doesn't mean that you can still run as fast as you used to. Some comedians used to be funny. And it's not because they started to to uh, pick at uh, marginalized communities that all of a sudden they're not funny. The shit just don't land. It just doesn't. And it, it has nothing to do with, you know, um, communities being too sensitive. Um, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to go too, too, too much of a rant because, you know, it's the end of the episode. But again, to my trans sisters, um, I love you. We love you. And um, we're going to continue to stick beside you and to speak up. All right. OK, so. I'm a I'm a cut back into the end part of the of the, the episode that was supposed to be <laughs> so that we can sign off together. But Josh, I love you. I love you. And bitch, you is a marvel. <laughs> I hope that everything that you desire. That you get. I hope that God continues to shine on you. I hope that. You get back everything that you put out into the world, all the good, all the good stuff, bitch, all the good stuff, because I ain't talking about the bad stuff, but. I pray that any hardship that comes your way, that you are able to handle it with ease. And that the things you do for other people. That you get back in diamonds, rubies and pearls, bitch, like <laughs> I want you to have all the good things because you have been so, 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 so good to not just me, but to your friends. And, you know, even though I'm vegan now, I, I can't I can't eat all this stuff. We eat at Kirby Lane and stuff, but we still gonna ride out, and we still gonna we gonna we gonna go we gonna we gonna do it big in Austin soon, and just just spend time and just you know we might have to make a little trip, you know, <laughs> make a little trip, knock on some doors, you know what I'm saying? But Ashman, you deserve so much. You deserve all the things. And I hope that people um, will continue to, to lift you up and will continue to um, remind you that you are everything, man. And I wouldn't be Musa without you, right? Ugly ass. So y'all stay tuned for next week's episode where... You know, Josh will actually be here with his mic, um, his brand new mic. I, I hope he don't come in with some bullshit because he got a brand new mic. So he going to probably have a brand new attitude. So y'all just pray for me continually because it's about to be a mess. Anything else? <laughs> no, child, I think that's, that's about it. We're going to wrap this thing up. Okay, we're going to wrap it up, tap it up, strap it um, Do those things also. Um, also, remember to be good to yourselves and to each other. Um, tell someone that you love them uh, if you love them, if you truly love tell them. Tell them about our podcast. Yes. Send your Share. questions. Send your goddamn question. This is going to be a running joke with us because <laughs> people are going to be like, don't send your question. They, they don't say it again. Say it again. Um, yeah. <laughs> Childpodcast at gmail.com with four eyes. eyes. Okay. Thank and you. we need y'all to send, because we want y'all to be a part of this 
this conversation that we're yes. having. Also and follow don't, us. Yeah, and don't send it on all social media platforms, on yes. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. And also, don't send us questions through um, through uh, Instagram. And messages, messengers and stuff send like that. Send us questions through. Do the what email. we told you to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We love y'all so much, and we out. Bye. <laughs>